Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This is the second to last story of season six, and it's called The Middle of the Battlefield. So the fortunate four, the friends, were so tired one night that they didn't hear the approach of the armies. An army of Mimis from the west, led by Cork de Lork, the Green King, an army of stick people from the south, led by King Torvik, and an army of swamp dinosaurs from the east, led by Tyrip the Terrible. And the soldiers took up positions around the field and faced each other, weapons drawn, waiting for first light to begin the battle. But just before dawn, a fourth army appeared from the north. It was much larger than the other three forces and was made of stick people and Mimis together. And the Red King and the Flower Queen marched at their head. Nivek, the Red King, flew around to the different leaders and showed them the truth using the true pen. But it didn't really change anyone's minds. The Green King, Cork de Lork, said, It may be true that the Evil One started this war, but the Tardaki stick people attacked the city of Kalinia last fall and the Slurkworms sacked Knickknack Paddywhack. The war has already begun. The Red King said, But we could end it now before anyone else gets killed. The Green King said, We'll see. Tyrip the Terrible was also unimpressed. He said, It may be true that the Evil One started this war, but many of my people died in the assault on Knickknack Paddywhack. The war has already begun. And the Red King said, oh, But we could end the war now before anyone else gets killed. Tyrep said, we'll see. And then King Torvik of the Stick People listened to the Red King, but he shook his head sadly and said, It may be true that the Evil One started this war, but the Mimis slew many of our people and sank some of our warships. The war has already begun. Nivek said, but we could end it now before anyone else gets killed. Torvik said, we'll see. The Red King returned to the Flower Queen, and his heart was heavy. I tried to stop them. I showed them all the truth, but they wouldn't listen. We may have to fight just to stop them from fighting. At last, the sun rose. The scouts from each army saw a thin line of smoke rising from the small hill in the middle of the field. It came from the Fortunate Four's camp. Lila was starting a fire to cook their breakfast. She didn't know that there were armies all around the field. But none of the soldiers could see who was making the campfire, as the kids were hidden in the little hollow. And the slurkworm said, oh, That must be an enemy camp. The stick people of the Mimis must already be trying to take over Hallowfield and sneak up on us. We'd better attack them. And the stick people said, oh, That must be an enemy camp. The slurkworms of the Mimis must already be trying to take over Hallowfield and start a war sneaking up on us. We have to attack them. And the Mimi said, oh, that must be an enemy camp. Oh, it's the stick people or the slurkworms. They must be trying to take over Hallowfield and sneak up on us. We have to attack them first. So then battle trumpets sounded. And weapons were ready. And Bramble oh, sat up before the campfire in the little hollow. And he said, oh, no, I hear the armies. And Lila said, no, 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 no. And she sprang to her feet. So the three children and their stink bugs stepped out of the hollow and onto the top of the hill, just as all the arrows and spears 
and cannonballs and bombs began to fly right at them. And the soldiers on all sides and every army went, No! And then the hill where the children had been camping exploded in a fury of weapon fire. A cloud of thick dust rose into the air. Nobody could see the hill anymore. And there was no way the fortunate four could have survived. The Red King said, look what we have done. And he soared over the battlefield. Those three children traveled far and wide to save us from killing each other. Now we have killed them in Hallowfield of all places. Every stick person and Mimi began to cry. Even some of the swamp dinosaurs had tears in their eyes. And the flower queen stepped out onto the field and said, We can't let the evil one divide us anymore. Throw down your weapons and stop the war now, please. The soldiers on all sides threw down their weapons. And then a horrified silence hung over the field as everyone wept for the innocent children who had died trying to save them all. At last the dust cloud began to settle and then Dinky, Bramble, and Lila were still standing there on the little bit of hill that was left. They were dirty and covered in tiny cuts and surrounded by arrows and spears and shrapnel, but they were very much alive. They saw all the soldiers on all sides crying with their heads bowed in grief and shame. And Dinky said, who died it? The flower queen looked up and went, they're alive. What? Everyone raised their heads and they blinked, unbelieving at the three children standing miraculously unscathed in the middle of the battlefield. And a roar went up on all sides. Hooray! Nivek and Karwi rushed over to the children, and Karwi said, I don't believe it. How are you three alive? Bramble said, all the weapons just barely missed us. Dinky said, well, we're always lucky. That's why we're called the Fortunate Four. The sun was shining brightly now. It was shaping up to be a beautiful day. And that day, the army celebrated together instead of fighting. They vowed to hold Hallowfield sacred again, and they all signed treaties of peace. And at sunset, the Red King gathered everyone together and pointed at Dinky, Bramble, and Lila. He cleared his throat to give a speech. These three brave heroes... And Dinky said, heroes? Where? And he looked all around. Lila said, he means us. They have all taught us an important lesson that love is stronger than hate. Hooray, cried the crowd. But then Dinky tugged at the Red King's sleeve. Also, uh, we taught you that it's okay to be different. Yes, agreed the king, and they taught us that it's okay to be different. Hooray, cried the crowd. And then Lila tugged at the king's other sleeve, and she said, and we taught you that you shouldn't have to hide who you are. And Bramble said, oh, and, and we taught you that you should always listen to kids. Lila said, and we taught you that it's never too late to change. Dinky said, and we taught you. The Red King said, they taught us a great many things indeed. And we will always be grateful and will celebrate this day until the end of time as a day of peace. Hooray, cried the crowd. And then in the morning, the armies headed home. 
and the flower queen smiled at the children. She said, What will the fortunate four do now that they have stopped a horrible war? Lila said, Oh, we talked about this. We're going to travel around and have some more adventures. And she smiled down at Chester, who was squirming in his baby carrier. And I think this little guy is almost ready to fly again. So we'll be back to being the fortunate three. The flower queen smiled and said, Well, all of you will always be welcome to visit us anytime, forever. Lila said, Thank you. We will definitely visit someday. And then the Red King and the Flower Queen marched away with their armies. Dinky, Bramble, and Lila were all alone again. And Bramble said, Want to start our next adventure? And Lila and Dinky smiled. Yes, they said. Well, that's the end of the story, The Middle of the Battlefield. The next story, the last story of season six, is called A Very Cool Stink Bug. Goodbye.